Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. Oh my god. You're the dirtiest, most awesome wife in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're recording now. We're recording now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you knew that? Mm-hmm. You hit record? Oh my god, you're the greatest. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, <laughs> we we were getting some emails lately. She forgot to give me the uh, obligatory New Swingers podcast blowjob. I did. And then we started getting emails like, hey, what the <laughs> fuck? What about the blowjob? <laughs> so she hit record and I didn't know. And I'm like, oh, she <laughs> wanted to record that on the front end. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. If you're a prude, you probably think that's disgusting. <laughs> But I'll tell you, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. No offense by that, but um, even though it's very offensive to call you a prude, uh, <laughs> that's one of the biggest things we see in the reviews and in emails. It's like, oh my god, that's so great. Yeah. And so occasionally you have somebody who like doesn't like your things are disgusting, and I don't know if those people are getting later. I don't know. But, but here's but the thing: okay to, to each their own. But here's the thing. I don't think those people are listening to our podcast. If they are already prude, they're probably not listening to a swingers podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. They probably aren't. Or they just have a different taste and they're very uh, <laughs> maybe egotistical about it. I don't know. All I know is I'm not sure I've ever met any guy that doesn't like a blowjob. So <laughs> maybe they're out there. I just it's it's I don't know. Well, welcome to our podcast. I'm June. Oh, yes. And I'm John. <laughs> welcome back. And by the way, if you if you've listened to this before, or if during this episode, if you enjoy this, take three seconds right now and go click on little stars and give us a rating and review. It takes literally three or four seconds as you're listening to this right now to just s- scroll down. And if you leave the rating, we'd really appreciate that. Yeah. You just click the stars, and uh, if you're an Apple Podcast, at least, and also leave a review if this was helpful for you in some way in in your swinger journey. It mm-hmm. only takes five or ten seconds to type a sentence or two, and just just tell the world like what you've gotten out of this and how this podcast has been a value for you and helpful for you, uh, because that helps other people just like yourselves, mm-hmm. uh, just like you and us, who are new or considering the lifestyle. It helps them uh, have a little easier time than a lot of us did. Um, because there wasn't a resource quite exactly like this one geared specifically towards new people. Yeah. So you're helping others just like you. You're helping us, you know, help other people. So go, go give a, that rating review if you so feel inclined. Mm-hmm. You have something new, June. June I got a new something. Do. What did you do this week? <laughs> 
<laughs> what haven't I? No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you not do? What did you not do? Yeah. Um, I got a new tattoo. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. And it hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> it hurt really bad. Um, it is a thigh tattoo. So it's a band around my whole thigh. Your left thigh? My left thigh. And then um, it's an Indian feather um, coming down off of that because I'm about 20% Indian. So. Yeah. So it's a like a sort of a beaded Indian band going all around your upper thigh. Mm-hmm. And then a big Indian feather hanging down. And there, where the feather comes off at the ends, like at the ends of the feathers, they actually, some of the feathers start to break apart into little birds that it looks like they're flying up and away. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And for me, I wanted the fe- I wanted the birds to come off the feather because I thought it was really cool just to have like, um, it's just kind of proving that I'm healed from all my sexual trauma that as a kid. And so like, it's just another reminder, like, hey, you're healed from that. Like freedom, it just kind of proved to me like that's freedom when I look at it. Yeah, that's what I love about art um, tattoos or anything really. They're often so symbolic, and you can say things or express things in ways, and sometimes in words you can't. And by the way, if you want to see that sexy new tattoo, <laughs> just go to June's OnlyFans. Click the link. It says June's OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. It's right there. It's like the first link in the show notes. Um, if you're on a platform where you can't. It's not clickable. Just go to the link for newswingerspodcast.com. That's also there. And uh, all those links in the show notes are on the website as well. But if you want to see this sexy-ass tattoo <laughs> on this sexy-ass woman <laughs> and her pierced nipples, because she pierced her nipples once back, and they look for good. For his birthday. She pierced her big <laughs> silver dollar nipples on her 34 double Ds. And 32. 32. 32 now. <laughs> yeah, she dropped about 30 pounds. And, uh, yes. Yeah, so it's 32 double D, and I think they look even better now. <laughs> and uh, they always look great, though. But yeah, go check out that. And they saw what your 12th tattoo? Yes. Yep, 12th tattoo. And it was the worst one for sure, especially the inner thigh. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, because you have a couple that run across your spine. Yeah. And, and that you thought that was like the worst one. Well, yeah, because I had electricity come down, but like down my leg. Well, I had That's a little bit bad. of that happen. Yeah, but I had a little bit of that happen again at this tattoo when mm. he hit certain parts on my leg. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about a wonderful experience. We had a unicorn come over to our house. Yes, we did. And we played. It was our first time doing that. And we're going to call her Special K. Yes. Well, it's not the first time we played with a unicorn, but it's the first time at our house. Yeah, first time we've had someone come over mm-hmm. uh, by herself and wanted to hang out with us and, and play. So that was a, a, a first experience. Yeah. Uh, tell me how you kind of felt leading up to that. Well, I'm always the nervous one. <laughs> I get nervous with anything like new I'd try, like... I kind of wish I was more like John and I don't get nervous. I just get excited. But I, I mean, I was excited too, but I, I feel like anything new I try, I'm I'm the one that's like more nervous and he's always the one that's just like, let's do it. And he's excited. <laughs> <laughs> I like sex and I'm not ashamed of it. Sex is awesome. Since I was like 12 and I discovered sex, it's like the best thing in the world ever. Like it's never not been. <laughs> So. Yeah, so it, I was nervous, um, but excited at the same time because we had met her already previously um, for like a lunch um, to get to know her and stuff too. So I felt really comfortable with her already. Um, so it wasn't like I was nervous because of her or anything like that. I was just nervous just because it's more in, more intimate setting. 
And so for some reason, that kind of makes me a little bit more nervous when it's more intimate. Like, oh, we're at the club. Okay, there's people everywhere and it's fun. Everyone's fucking. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's so for me, it was like, oh, it's at our house and it's just me and her and John. And <laughs> yeah, so I was a little bit more nervous. Yeah, I, I was not nervous at all. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> of course, I was telling Jim, I was telling her, well, you think you're nervous? Imagine being her. She's yeah. coming over by herself to the house of two people she just met. Um, you know, imagine if you feel nervous, imagine being her. <laughs> that doesn't invalidate your nervousness, but I was trying to help you by maybe seeing it from the other lady's point of view mm-hmm. and, and thinking, oh yeah, maybe I am thinking too much or I don't know, just trying to help there. Well, I, I had a couple shots of vodka and that helped. And then we had, we all shared wine. And so that well, was, well, the funny thing is before you get to that, she got here and I had, I had told you, I want to pick out what you're going to wear oh, and, have yeah. you, and have you answer the door in sexy, wearing something sexy. Now, we didn't know if it was her when they knocked on the door, when she knocked on the door. So I actually answered it just to make sure. Uh-huh. Because I was you, like, oh. You were dressed like an absolute tramp and it was sexy as hell. <laughs> and I'll tell you this, though. <laughs> when, I, when I told you. Hey, I'm gonna dress you. Up. I'm gonna dress you sexy for for her. I never knew this, but when I told you that I'm gonna dress you up sexy for her, that turned me on like in a way I've never known <laughs> existed. I learned something about myself that day. Yeah, I love dressing June up sexy for other women. Now, <laughs> now I've heard other people like other people say like guys they like dressing their lady up for other guys because that's what they're into. Um, if you listen to this podcast for any amount of time you know i don't really get anything out of that i'm not against it. i'm just i don't really get anything out of it mm-hmm. but when i when i told you i'm gonna dress you up sexy for her that was like oh my god that was hot and then like i told you what to wear you put it on you're doing your makeup mm-hmm. doing your hair before she comes over yeah and when she walked in and you looked like you did and you know she was like oh my god you look amazing and she looked amazing that whole thing was hot in a way to me. <laughs> I never thought to think that something like that would turn me on. Hmm. But it really did. I love dressing you up sexy for sexy ladies. So you found a new kink. I found a new kink. <laughs> who who to thunk it? So yep. yeah. So then <laughs> when she came in, we had some wine. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, she had a shot of vodka too first. Well, well, because we had the wine there. And then you joked with her and said, oh, I just had two shots of vodka, you know, and I said, yeah, I had one too. And she goes, oh my God, do you have any more? Yeah. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> how many do you want? And so she had a couple. She was only here for a few hours and so we didn't want to overdo it. But it was funny because she laughed when we you told her I, I had a couple shots of vodka. She's like, oh my God, do you have any more? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, you want some? Like, like, we're happy to share. Yep. And then we had some wine. Mm-hmm. So we drank some of that, some Cabernet. Mm-hmm. Then what'd we do as we were drinking wine? Mm. We had a card game. Oh, yeah. We had a card game that we play. It's a really fun one. Um, it's a sexy card game. It's a game. sexy card game. Yeah. So we did that. Do you remember what the card game does? What it tells you to do? You want to tell them? I think it's called like truth or drink or something like that. So like you have to like answer the card or you have to drink, but we, we make you drink either way well, <laughs> when we, we play we, it. Yeah. Like we all answer, we all answer every question <laughs> on the card and then we all drink regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, we played it like they, they like whoever was card, they would read the card and answer it, but then we all answered it too. 
Yeah. So, but yeah. And then I had bought chocolates and we bought, and um, we bought her flowers. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we brought, we brought, brought, <laughs> we bought her some flowers. We really wanted to make her feel loved mm-hmm. and cared about and wanted and appreciated. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's always important to us. We love to make people feel good and we really mean it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we bought her some flowers. I picked them out and I was like, okay, if I really like those, then she probably would too. So it was easy. <laughs> um, and then I bought some chocolates and John made a rule of like, hey, if you wanted some chocolate, you have to let somebody feed it to you. Yeah, you're not allowed to feed yourself chocolate. Yeah. Someone else has to feed you. So that was and, hot. Yeah. And that's where the heat really turned up. Mm-hmm. Because right after, well, she she fed you a chocolate first, if I remember. Yeah. And right after that, well, you have chocolate on your lips and in your mouth. It escalated quickly because it's like now, it's like, oh, She's like, can I kiss you? Can I mm-hmm. kiss some of that chocolate on your mouth? Yep. And it all went uphill or downhill in a good way. <laughs> it all started escalating quite quickly. Yep. Because then you gave well, or you gave her one or something. Or, I gave her one. Uh huh. And then she fed me one. Mm-hmm. And then we're yeah. all like, we have chocolate on our lips, and then we're like, well, we each have had chocolate. And we've all kissed each other, mm-hmm. but not at the same time. Mm-hmm. So what did we do there? We did a three-way kiss, and those are hot. We found that's a really hot way to kind of kick things off. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty new anyway, but um, we found that kind of gets things going. Mm-hmm. But if you want to feed each other chocolate and you're not allowed to feed yourself, and then be like, hey, who wants to do a three-way kiss? That heats it up even more. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we did that. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, we did the card game and then we did the chocolate. Let's see. Um, I think that was it for downstairs. I think that was it for downstairs. Now, before we jump into the rest of the episode and about this great experience and how it went and lessons we took away from it, uh, which the whole thing was absolutely great, by the way. Yeah. We want to share a couple of emails with you. Um, we love to share these emails with you because th- these are questions that come in from people just like yourself, and they might answer questions maybe you've thought or wondered about yourself, or maybe you didn't think to yet, but you do wonder. Mm-hmm. So here's the first one. Subject line is great podcast. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hello, John and June. You have a great podcast that has been very informative. Thank you for taking the time to put it together. Well, you're welcome, and thanks for listening. My wife and I have been in the lifestyle for about a year and a half and have enjoyed the journey. My question for the two of you is on an earlier episode, you mentioned that you currently don't kiss other couples, which is obviously each individual couple's choice or preference. Now, stop there real quick. We must have said that if that's what they heard, or maybe they're confusing us with another podcast. Uh, I don't remember saying that ever. Do you? No, because I remember earlier in the podcast, we had talked about our first time that we had kissed other people. Okay. So maybe, I don't know. Huh. I mean, um, we've grown a lot too. So yeah, so we m- maybe we're just forgetting we said that. But um, I guess just, for, I'm, I'm only making this point, I guess just to say for the record, we're, we're not against kissing other people. But maybe earlier on we were and we just forgot we said it or something. Yeah, I'm not but, sure. But presently, but, you know, that's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, it says, however, I am one that needs the kissing part to feel connected. So how would you suggest to an individual like myself that if this scenario happens where the other couple 
i.e. the wife isn't comfortable with kissing that I can polite uh, full fully step away from the other couple without coming off as a jerk or something along those lines. Thank you. And again, great show. Well, thank you. That's a great question. Yeah. And I'm glad he's looking ahead um, for any obstacles you may face. Mm-hmm. Uh, my easy answer to that is discuss it before you play. When you're meeting together, maybe for lunch or coffee, you're, you're discussing playing before you actually meet to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, say, I'm a kisser. I, I love kissing. It's a big part of my thing. Are you two against kissing other people? Yes or no? Yeah. And if they are, you know right there, you can just, you know, very politely just, okay, well, that's a really big deal to me. If that's a non-negotiable of yours, that uh, we might not be a good fit to play just because that's something I need. But I fully respect your, you know, your wishes to either do or not do that. Yeah. But um, that's something you cover up front before you get into the playroom. Um, well, y- yes and no, because we've played at the clubs before and, and we've not, and it's spontaneous, which is my favorite. That's true. Because then I'm not nervous. <laughs> true. Um, so for me, I, I would say, like we always ask with anything that we're going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I guess it usually always starts out kissing anyway, typically, not always, but I mean, maybe that might be the best thing too. If you're at, the, at a club, like a swingers club, you know, and you're, and you're wanting the couples like, Hey, let's go play in the back room. Um, that, that you could, you could talk then about it before you start playing or, you know, you're just asking, Hey, can I kiss you? And so there's that option too. Cause like, yeah, if it's a couple that you're planning on playing with or, but if it's a spontaneous thing, like the, the, the swingers club that we like to go to a lot of that's more spontaneous, right there in the moment, in the heat of the moment kind of thing. Hey, do you want to go back to a room? We'll maybe discuss it right before you play is an option. Or as you're doing things, you're asking everything like ahead of like, hey, can I kiss you? Can I do? And then that kind of way, you you know that too. Well, yeah. If you're playing with somebody and you're just starting and you ask, can I kiss you? And they're like, no, I'm not really into that. Or that's kind of a boundary of ours. Doesn't mean you have to walk away. I mean, if you can do other things that you enjoy um, mm-hmm. with those people, um, it's not like you're dedicated the whole night to those people. Um, let's say if you're in a club or like a hotel takeover mm-hmm. or something, you might play for 10 or 15 minutes and be done and then go find someone else to play with if that's what you want. Yeah. So the big thing is just asking. It goes back to consent, asking before you do. Yeah. And that also kind of covers your concern um, about this because if that's a big deal to you, Maybe she doesn't want to be kissed, but she loves having someone go down on her. Mm-hmm. And you go, man, I love doing that. I love going down on ladies. Yeah. Well, there you do have a good connection. Yeah. So maybe finding a place that fits for the both of you um, instead of just focusing maybe on the one that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Guys, have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events? If so, you're not alone and it's common. The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle, and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. 
So here's one more email. Then we're going to get back to our unicorn story who came over to our house. One of the biggest challenges people face when they're new to the swinger lifestyle is finding other like-minded people to connect with and get to know. Because most people don't want others to know they're in the lifestyle. So how can you actually find these people? It's very simple, actually. Just go download our free two-page guide called Swing Easy. It's a free two-page PDF document where we show you three of the fastest and easiest places you can start meeting other couples just like you in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. Just click the link in the show notes that says free Swing Easy PDF so you can start connecting with other like-minded couples and making new, fulfilling friendships and connections in the next 24 hours or less. Go click the link and grab it right now before the offer expires. Okay, this one says, hello, no name please, and my wife and I are in the lifestyle, and I'm bisexual. And So, so this is a guy who's married to a lady who's bisexual, okay. Yep. And, so he is. And, and I'm bisexual, and my wife wants to have a baby now. I have been fixed for 10 years now. My boyfriend is not fixed, and he is bisexual, and he's single. My wife wants me to ask him if he can help us have a baby. How do I bring this up to him? Wow, that's a really, really good question. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, that's not a question you just answer off the cuff. Fuck, um, that's that's hard. The, yeah, there's a few different <laughs> there's a few different angles into this that you need to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one is it is. Let's say, let's say you just threw faith to the wind and you did this and you and your wife, you and your wife have a baby and the baby's not yours. Is that ever going to cause trouble between you and your friend? Um, um, not just in your friendship, um, but also legally could anything ever come up because someone else is paternally and biologically the father and not you. Um, what does that mean? What if your marriage didn't work out. Well, who pays child support? Um, or, uh, or or whose whose kid is it? Or or is the boyfriend and you? What if you and the boyfriend break up? Yeah, and then and he wants to take that kid. He away wants from to take you the kid from you because it's like, his kid and not yours. Yeah, no, it's hers also, but and mm-hmm. his, but not yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I'll be honest. There's lots of red flags all over this. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm I'm not a a mental health professional. I'm not qualified to give professional advice. For me, I understand what they're wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would say if you know if you know people well enough and you've known each other so long, then that's a way around doing something. Because I mean, having a kid's a big deal to people, yeah. um, and a lot of people can't have kids. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I understand where they're coming from. And wanting to do it this way, yeah. And I'm not saying it wouldn't; it would always not work out. But when you, on the flip side, when you do something like this, there are about eight or nine different major pathways where this could go into destruction. Yeah. Um, not just currently. What if? What if she? What if something in her likes him more than you, or she starts hanging around him more than you, or confiding in him more than you? And then they have a baby together, and then you feel like you've been pushed out of the equation, and they're together now. And then on top of that, like I said, legally, whose kid is it? Yeah. And what could that mean if you stay married to your wife 
for the duration of that child's life. Or if it doesn't work out and you and your wife split, um, like I said, who pays child support? Who gets the kid? Who gets custody? Who? Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a lot of questions. I can't I can't say do this or don't do this. Like we we're not qualified to say that, and only you can say that. But you you need to be very very open and clear. Yeah. And transparent. And lay all this shit on the table. Yeah. Different different scenarios that could pop up. Mm-hmm. Don't hide anything. Don't be bashful to say anything. And discuss it openly with all parties involved, everything on the table. Yeah. Because you don't want any little shadows in the darkness with this that could grow in the darkness over time, over years, that could destroy, you know, you or, you know, your relationship or your friendship with this person or the kid's life. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you went through with this. Yeah. I mean. Fuck, that's a really, that's a really tough one. I mean. Is it basically like getting in vitro, like artificially, you know, um, impregnated, um, but but just instead of going through the medical expensive process, is it just, hey, come fuck my wife? And we'll, mm, we'll except it like it's your, except it's his boyfriend though. That would be doing it. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of like, well, what if they break up? Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's, so what, that's, I'm, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Um, so I don't know. That's ooh, that's rough. Yeah, we don't want to. Obviously, we're not qualified to answer that question, but I did want to address it. Yeah, because at least having you know some sort of outside perspective on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're not even qualified to answer that, but at the same time, you know, weigh weigh the benefits and consequences, all possible scenarios that could come up. You know, and uh, being open and honest. I be mean, open and honest with all, everything. That's all. That's my only suggestion. You might even get a lawyer involved if you decide to go through with it. Mm-hmm. You know, once the baby's born, whose baby is it legally? Who does it belong to? Who is legally the father? Mm-hmm. Um, things like that and different contingencies and things that come up. A lot of times we're in, when you're in a situation that's like important, very in-depth like this, and it's very important to you, a lot of the times you don't see real far down the pathway of life and what the uh, domino effect could be later on. Oh, the blind spots. Yeah, you're just, mm-hmm. you, you're, you're in, you're on your own game board. You know, you're in the picture, so it's hard to see the frame, you know, because you're so close to everything going on in your life. Yeah. And so I would just, we would just be very open with things and mm-hmm. uh, consider all those future possible consequences. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, we would never get divorced. Well, over half of people who get married say that, and it, it doesn't work. And so not to say yours wouldn't or that would ever happen. We don't know you. But mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, most people getting married don't plan on getting divorced. Yeah, over half of them do. Yeah. And so... um same thing with with a kid. Um, not obviously, it isn't, it's not a marriage divorce thing here, but as far as staying together or not. So yeah. be transparent, open, future planning down the road if you do this. And in fact, he doesn't even say. Um, does it say he hasn't? My wife wants me to ask him. Okay, so he hasn't even asked him. I mean, you must know this person well enough. You know, consider how you would ask if it's something you're wanting to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people might look at this and go, like, oh, my gosh, what are these people doing? And I get that. But also, you look at people who get, like, in vitro. You yeah. know, they go to the medical place. Mm-hmm. They're literally having another, like, a woman's literally having another guy's sperm just put in or through a syringe or a tube. Yeah. Instead of really having sex with another person, which me, at a very, at a very primal level, I look at that and go, okay, so pretty much the same thing's happening. 
his spunk, his sperm is going up in this lady. This guy's <laughs> sperm is going in that woman, whether yeah. it's in a medical place or whether they're just swapping uh, or like this, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's actually not that different, um, except for the means by which and the cost and all that stuff. And um, I mean, I mean, just as a practice, it's not that different. I'm not saying you should do one or the other. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying bare bones. What's the difference? Because I know we had this conversation before about mm-hmm. about someone we knew, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, what's the difference? She's paying all this money, thousands of dollars, to get you know, you know, inseminated or whatever you call it. Um, how is that any different than just fucking the guy who, <laughs> whose sperm she's taken in? Not, I mean, not that she would have to, but like, what's the real? Di- we were talking, we were talking more on like a moral level, yeah, because people a lot of times in like a more of a conservative or faith community would say that's okay um, to do with like the medical way, but they'd be against actually just sleeping with the guy. But either way, his stuff is going in you. Yeah. Either way. Like yeah. that baby is going to be you and that guy. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope that's helpful. Yeah. I hope but, so. But yeah, so that's the end of that for the emails back to the unicorn experience. We had a unicorn. If you're just tuning in. Yes. Come over to our house. A very beautiful, wonderful lady. Special K. Special K is what her, <laughs> we're calling her. Yep. Okay, so we did the drinks, and we did the chocolates, and we did the games. And just to recap, you were not allowed to feed yourself chocolate. No. We fed each other chocolate, You're and only those turned into it. chocolate kisses, which were awesome. Three-way kisses, which were awesome and hot. And then we took the game and the show upstairs. Yeah, we took it upstairs to one of our bedrooms. And I have a Sibian, and she has never been on one. Now so, explain what a Sibian is in case people listening aren't aware. A Sibian is like this awesome vibrator that is kind it's of a, like a, a saddle, saddle that you sit on. And there's attachments if you want them. Dildo, and dildo attachments. Like dildo attachments or just a little nub one like I like to use. Um, but the attachments, you can either you can even make it to where it twists inside of you like it, it rotates inside of you, the dildo as is vibrating or you just can have it just vibrating and for me i just kind of i don't really like the dildo because i don't know they're just not very comfortable um those ones aren't and so i i prefer just the little nub with and then the just the vibration and the the nub uh actually is like it presses up against your clit when oh you, when yeah you're straddling it and i'm a huge clit stimulator so like and he does when he eats me out he doesn't do any, no fingers, none of that. It's only just the clit stimulation. Oh. oh what? She just has this, your eyes just got huge and you go, <laughs> oh, and I have no idea what you're about to say. Oh, I ate out my first girl. Yeah. And it was with Special K. Yeah. I had never done that before. Yeah, you went down on a girl. I did. John walked me through it and he's like, do this, this, and this, and don't stop doing that, that, and that. And I was like, okay. Not to jump ahead, but... I'm sorry, but no, I just no, was so excited. No, no. <laughs> no let, let's just address it while we're there, because that was a huge thing. You would ask me a couple months ago, yeah. hey, would you ever teach me how to go down on a lady? And I'm like, let me pray about it. Amen. <laughs> and um, we never got to it, but you were you were kind of kissing her down there. Yeah. Like on the thighs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, come here. Do this. I kind of like just grabbed you and said, hey, like your face is already like an inch from it. You're like mm-hmm. right there. I'm like, hey, come here, do this. Well, I like to be dominated anyway. So when he does that, I'm like, okay. Yeah. she. We've also found, <laughs> you know, she loves it like in the in the sexual moments. 
when I tell her to do anything. Like yep. if anything I tell her to do, mm-hmm. she wants she it doesn't matter. Like she wants to be told what to do yep. and she will just do it. It doesn't matter almost it really doesn't matter what it is. It really doesn't. Here's the thing, like I found that like I am a way overthinker. And so what has worked for us and has been a whole lot of the issues is because I've been overthinking so much that I found that, you know, after all the a few of these really big fights we've had, like it's because I like him to be dominant and I like him just to tell me what he what what I'm going to do. And so when he did that, I was like, oh, that's hot. OK, like you're already right there. I'm like, hey, just here, do this. And so, you know, I kind of like put my hand on the area, kind of like revealed the clip, you know, Mm -hmm. I said, look, that's it. That's all it is. Now, you know, do that and, you know, put your mouth on it and run your, run your tongue up and down, you know, five times, you know, at a moderate pace and then go left and right twice and then up and down five times and then, you know, left and right twice and just keep doing that until you drive the woman to an orgasm. (laughs) And so again, that was a, uh, a technique I learned from from a guy uh, who who is a porn star, and I don't talk about that much on here. I've only talked about it a couple of times, just whenever like people have asked about it. Mm-hmm. But for years, I wondered how to do that, and he was like, "Just do this, this, and this." And yeah. so that's all I told you to do, and um, yeah, it, it worked really well on her. And uh, that's the one I do on you all the time that works really well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry to jump ahead, but I was I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that we was new." We don't mind you jumping ahead at all. <laughs> We don't mind. <laughs> but yeah, so I got you dressed up sexy for that turned me on. Yeah. We had some drinks, three-way kiss, moved up to the bedroom. We got, got in the Sibian. I don't think she'd ever been on one. No, she hadn't. So she, we were like, well, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? And she had asked if I go if I could go first. So I was like, okay, sure. She was like, hell <laughs> yes, I'll go first. So I went on it for a little while, and I think she came behind me and was kissing on me and, and grabbing on my boobs and stuff like that. Yeah, we found that June really loves it when she's on the Sibium, when another naked lady like kneels behind her and wraps her arms around her from behind mm-hmm. and plays with her boobs and just touches her yeah, um, and caresses her. And and the other woman behind her, that her boobs are pressing against your back. Yeah. Like you you are like super, super turned on by that. Yeah. I don't know why, but I am. Yeah, for sure. So that's what she did for you. Yep. And then I did the same thing when it was her turn. <laughs> and that was hot because I was, I was laying there in, in and out of my thing because you all were giving me a double blowjob somewhere oh, yeah. in there. I don't know if yeah. it was before or after. It's all kind of a, a pleasurable it, blur. Yeah. It was a kind of all of an amazing blur of, of things we did. Um, but yeah, we did double blowjob with John. And the Sibian was right against like the, the side of the bed. So. We, yeah. So it was easy to just move from the Sibian to the bed. Yeah. And that was super hot. You, you two were both amazing. At that. <laughs> um, oh, and we did the double dildo. She had never, I don't think she'd ever done that either. Um, and, and I have never really like done it with any other person besides Barbie. And so um, I yeah, was. And she, and she sort of ran the show with that. So this was kind of your first time of. Not laying there and getting it, but also, but kind of like kind of being in charge with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think at first she was on top of me doing it and then we switched and I was on top of her doing it. So at some point we had kind of switched and we were both doing the more dominant part. Yeah. And it was, it was really hot. I, I was holding it in so it wouldn't slide out of you all (laughs) and it was vibrating the whole time. And I'll be honest, I mean, June, you and I have had amazing sex mm-hmm. for almost 20 years. It's yep. been good. 
I don't know if it's because I wasn't the one pleasuring you that I noticed this, but I've I've never seen you go that wild and loud and like sexually just lose your shit, throw your voice to the wind, <laughs> screaming like "fuck me, come all over me," and just moaning. <laughs> maybe it's because I'm the I'm the only other person I've ever. I'm usually in the act with you, and yeah. so maybe I don't notice as much. But when when I was holding. <laughs> the dildo, double dildo in place for you all, and you were grinding and riding each other, mm-hmm. you were just like, you were losing it. You were just, I mean, horny as shit, just like loud. I'm like porn star loud, but not fake. Well, he got hot videos and pictures too. I think we posted it, like a hot picture on my OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm telling you, you need to go to this girl's OnlyFans. <laughs> you want, you, yeah, it is on there. Yeah. Oh my God. A hot picture, yeah, of her you, going down on me. Yeah. 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 And so... Again, go go check out the OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, you'll see some hot stuff on there. It's the first link in the show notes. June's OnlyFans. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also, I know there's another picture from like Christmas time when me and Barbie were making out. Uh, she sat on my lap. Oh, my God. And we made out, too. So, like, there's wow. lots of really hot pictures and videos on there. So, yeah. I'd check it out. <laughs> if you don't know what June looks like. She's just as hot as she sounds, <laughs> or depending on how you think she sounds, probably hotter than she sounds. And um, yeah, um, you're going to be blown away when you see this woman. And, uh, you know, if you do the OnlyFans thing, you can do like the free one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's only a few pictures on there and then there's other stuff you can pay for to get. Or she has like the monthly subscription. It's like nine bucks, nine yeah. seven. And, and, and you get you, you get everything. You get all of it. Videos, pictures. All the updates. So to yeah. me, it makes sense to just do the nine ninety nine because yeah. everything that I have on there is, if it's on the free one, it's you can't get it. You can't see most of them. I, every once in a while, I post a free one, but most of them I like yeah. are they're pay. You have to pay for it. Yeah, and well, like with someone else's, when I was kind of testing out the platform, I would I wanted to see what some of these other ladies were doing. Why well, not spending like twenty or thirty bucks on five or six pictures and a video? Whereas if I would have just subscribed for like nine or ten bucks, mm-hmm. I could have had that plus like a year's worth of their content <laughs> backlog. And and you can literally you can cancel anytime. Mm-hmm. You you literally just click cancel. It cancels it immediately. It's easy to do. You're not tied in or stuck in anything. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing I like about OnlyFans. They make it very easy to cancel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not confusing. It's very easy to do. You're not going to get get roped in and charge more. Nothing crazy like that. Um, well, back to Special K. Yes, back we did to the double K. dildo, and then um, John and her played. Um, How was that for you? That was better this time around. I know the like the last time we had done the threesome, I was I kind of was. I think I got a little uncomfortable only because we you got in a, she was on top of you and I didn't know what to do, and so this time around that was not the case. I had. Like when that happened, I think I just started kissing her or kissing you. I don't remember exactly. Touching her, rubbing, just kind of like doing. But was what involved it, somehow. I was still kissing on you or yeah. or whatever it was. But I, I didn't feel that at all this time around. Like it, that was not there at all. Like, and we and we knew that from last time because you didn't know you're going to find yourself in that position of yeah, like for a minute or two feeling like maybe a third wheel. Yeah, like, what do I do? Well, we knew that this time. Yeah. And so you kind of planned for and it. And so I kind of planned better for it. Like, okay, what are some things I can do? Okay, if she gets on top of him, 
and they're kissing. Well, what can I do? And so I, I think I got behind her and was kissing on her boobs. I don't remember, honestly, because, again, I, I feel like I had a little bit too much to drink. <laughs> you only had a couple shots. But yeah. but I had that and wine. Yeah. So it was a yeah. kind of a mixture of both. That's true. But um, I think I just heard myself say wine. Yes, I'm from Texas. Yeah. Hot selling guy. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, so. And um, she was absolutely great. Yeah. She was so fun. She was so hot. Just, it was really cool. After we got in playing, we just kind of sat on the bed, just kind of all chatting and talking for a little bit afterwards. I kind of laid there naked and had pillow, pillow talk, kind of <laughs> sitting around, yeah. talking about whatever. Life who, and whatever. Who even knows? Yeah. And then we're like, oh, my God, our kids are going to be here in like 10 minutes. So <laughs> I kind of need you to leave. <laughs> yeah, we're hearing school buses go by. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> So, so yeah, we, you know, we didn't, you know, we know, we didn't boot her out. No, but, no, no, no. You know, we all got dressed and packed things up, and you know, mm-hmm. got her flowers and you know, everything like that. And um, yeah, in fact, you were just you were just talking with her today. Yeah. So, yep, we're gonna meet know. up tomorrow to hang out. Yeah. Who knows? So. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have her over again. Something. Yeah. I mean, because I I really enjoyed her. I think she's an absolutely great lady and. We mm-hmm. we both had a genuinely good experience with her. Yeah, and that's yeah. really important that everybody kind of has a connection, mm-hmm. and there's no weirdness or. Yeah, there was none of that at all. Yeah, and I I've heard stories. We've heard horror stories of, like people playing and someone gets mad or jealous or and I'm like and we just I, I hope we don't run into that. We might at some point. Who knows? But um, we haven't yet. And with mm-hmm. Special K, that was not the case. No, not at all. It was great. The whole thing was awesome. And like I said, I ate out my first girl. <laughs> How was it? It what, was. What was going through your head when you when you put your mouth down there and you started licking on her clit? What was going through your head? I think I just focused on like trying to please her. Like I just like I stopped worrying about like my nerves and like, oh my gosh, am I going to like this? Am I going to not like this? Um, or any of that. Like I think I just. Like, I just focused on pleasing her, and, like, the fears and anxiety kind of just went away. Yeah, that's what's interesting. Um, We have fears and anxieties, but when we're actually doing something, when we take action, Mm -hmm. those things, I would say, for me at least, 90% go away if you just do something. If you just take an action, because then your brain isn't focused on the fear of the unknown and the the imagined worst-case scenario. Instead, it's focused on what's actually happening, and it's usually just fine. Yeah, in yeah. In our experience. Yeah, and so it was like, I mean, I didn't put my tongue up way up there in her or finger her or nothing like that. I just stayed on the clit. Which which 90% of women, I'm told, so, studies, 90% of women orgasm through clit stimulation. About 10% is through actual like penetration. And sometimes there's a variation of both, a combination. But you, you're pretty safe bet if you go on a, on a lady's clit mm-hmm. uh, that you're going to please her because that's most women, uh, statistically speaking. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not really ready to do that part yet. But, hey, like, that was my first time and it was it was nice. It wasn't bad. I just focused on pleasing her and, it, yeah. It was fucking hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got pictures and videos. <laughs> yeah, you do. We even shipped them. <laughs> Then we all shared them afterwards, and yeah, I, I even played with some of them in an app that uh-huh. made them like cartoon, yeah, like and sent her. We sent her a few of the the ones I retouched that way, 
And she was like, wow, holy shit. You know, it's like, oh my God. We're <laughs> Those car- are hot. <laughs> yeah, we're like cartoons. Like, fucking. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Yeah, oh, it was. Technology. Well, hey, we hope you've enjoyed this episode about our first experience having a unicorn come to our house. Yeah. We had a good episode. Uh, or episode. We had a great time with her. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, give us a rating and review. It takes three seconds. Go click those stars. If you've gotten something out of this episode, if it was helpful in some way, yeah. just go leave a review. It's like five more seconds and just say how this helped you. Uh, it helps us reach more people like you and help them. And if you have a question for us and you would like us to anonymously answer, uh, potentially here on the podcast, we do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com, newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. Dot com and we'd be happy to answer your questions yeah. if we are if we are able and even gather more information if we don't have an answer and try to get you uh, an answer or connected with uh, some source that has um, information you're looking for. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And swing for the fences. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the New Swingers podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com newswingerspodcast at gmail.com and there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your questions so it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com